You are listening to the Atlanta Real Estate Forum radio show, all about real estate edition. Shining a light on the movers and shakers in the real estate industry. The home builders, developers, realtors, and suppliers making it all happen. And now, here are today's hosts. Good morning and welcome back to the All About Real Estate Edition. I'm your host, Carol Morgan, joined in studio by my co-host and friend, Todd Schnick. First, we'd like to kick things off by thanking our sponsor, New American Funding. They're our 2021 show sponsor, which is our 11th year on air. It is a great year with them as a partner. Next, I want to introduce our guest. I'm really excited to find out more about the program he's going to talk to us about today. This is going to be a really interesting show. Welcome to Adrian Bell, Director of Marketing and Communications for the Georgia Department of Community Affairs. Welcome, Adrian, and kick us off by telling us a little bit about yourself. Hey, good morning, and thanks so much for having me. I am with the Department of Community Affairs, which is a state agency. We, matter of fact, manage or administrate over 79 programs for the state. Those programs range in everything from like our Georgia Dream Program, our Housing Choice Voucher Program, a lot of public housing assistance, uh, our Housing and Historic Preservation Division, just a host of programs. But the one main one that I wanted to talk today about was the Georgia Rental Assistance Program. So I can, you know, whenever you're ready. Yeah, no, we're, that's what we're here today to principally talk about is this Georgia Rental Assistance Program. I wish we had more time to dive into uh, the Department of Community Affairs. Everyone always says, well, government doesn't really do anything for me. Well, then you're not familiar with uh, with DCA. What, uh, 79 programs, I think you said, uh, it, it's an amazing organization that serves Georgians so, so well. I wish we could really get into a lot of the a lot of those great programs. I, as Carol suggested before the show, I'll probably have to have you back to talk about some of those other great programs. But for today, we're focusing on rental assistance. So kick us off by giving us a quick overview of that specific program, uh, what it does and who it serves. Okay. The simplest way to understand it is because of the COVID crisis and the unemployment that it caused, the government released, I think it was like $25 billion to the nation, to different states, to actually help for rental assistance, help people keep stay in their homes. And so Georgia, between two different allocations, received $989 million. Back at the beginning of the year, about March, we received $552 million. And then uh, toward the middle of the year, we received about $437 million. So total out, $989 million. Now, they also gave us guidelines on how we are to administer that program and who gets that money. So it's not like your stimulus checks where you just say, okay, well, anybody that made a certain amount of money and had a bank account pretty much could, could get those funds. This program is a little different. You do have to apply. And the program is designed to basically, like I said, keep people in their homes. But you have to be have to show a rental arrearage. You have to show certain identifications. And I can go into the qualifications. But that's basically the overview of the program, just to make sure that people who have been hit by this COVID crisis, they are behind on their rent. The landlords are, are trying to evict them. We even have a program, a part of this program, where we partner with the Georgia Legal Services Program, where we can even represent people in court to say, hey, I know that the eviction has been filed, but we have a program and this person has applied for it. And so we work with our magistrate judges and our court systems to just basically a strong effort of trying to keep people in their homes. 
so interesting and so needed. That's a lot of money. I guess I've got a little bit of a two-part question. Who can apply for the rental assistance program? And then how many people do you think you'll be able to help with that amount of funding? It's hard to say how many will be able to help because the program doesn't have a cap on it. For example, it no longer, I think at one time it did, but now it doesn't. So you could come in and show that your rent is $300 a month, or you could show that your rent is $1,300 a month or $3,300 a month. So it's kind of hard to say how many people we're going to be able to help. I can pull the figures and tell you how many we have in just a second. But your first question was on who can apply. For example, there's an income requirement, the first thing. So you have to, when you go to our site, which is georgiarentalassistance.ga.gov, when you go to that site, they will ask you to click whether you're a tenant or whether you're a landlord. So tenants and landlords can apply. All right. If you are a tenant, then your income has to be 80% of the average median income for that particular area. So it will ask you to put in the zip code for the property. And then it will automatically, as you click through the program, it will ask how many people in your household. And then it will ask if that household's income is 80% of the AMI for that area, average median income for that area. Then you have to go in and talk about your unemployment. If there's a member of your household that has qualified for unemployment, or if you you have had a reduction in your income for that household, then that also adds in. And the good thing about this program is it is as of the time that you, that all of that income information is judging at the time of application. Not judging back on what you made in 2020 or what you may have made at the beginning of the year. It's saying, what are you making now? Do you have an income coming in now? and how that's going to affect your arrearages. Then it looks at people who are facing evictions. If you've received something from your landlord saying that you're going to get evicted. So those are basically some of your basic qualifications for the program. Oh, and then you have to show like ID and leases and that kind of stuff too. Yeah, the eligibility requirements. I mean, I'm grateful that you guys are being very careful on that. There's Naturally, when you have a scenario like this, there are those that try to take advantage of the funds that come from from government. You know, I, I, I chuckled when Harvard was making application for some uh, COVID support when they have an endowment that's in the billions, you know. So you have to be pretty strict on this, right? Because you want to be sure that people that need help get the help and you want to be sure that someone's not taking advantage of the system, right? Definitely. As a matter of fact, the U.S. Treasury guidelines kind of mandate that we have to go by their guidelines. They come in and they audit us. As a matter of fact, we have a report that's due today to the U.S. Treasury and it asks things like, how are you marketing and advertising this program? We have to show how the money is being spent, how many people we have have helped. So yes, we are, are monitored by the U.S. Treasury. You mentioned landlords can apply. How does that work and how do they qualify? Landlords basically just have to show that there is an arrearage from one of their tenants and the tenants have to apply as well. Okay. And so the tenant has to qualify and the landlord gets in and gives all their information. And basically the landlords have to just provide, they have to fill out an application as well. They have to provide all their identification, a copy of the lease, documentation of rental arrearages, and then a W-9 or banking and bank information for the ACH payment because we pay it you know, directly to bank account. But the thing with landlords is you have to have a tenant apply as well. So they have to work together. Now, it doesn't work in reverse. And what I mean by that is, let's say a tenant has a landlord that says, hey, I don't want to get involved in this. Just give me my money. 
that tenant can apply and without the landlord, show the arrearages, show the required documents, and then we will have that tenant sign the proper uh, form saying that they are going to use this money to pay for their rental arrearages. We will then pay the tenant directly, and then that tenant will go and pay their landlord. But under normal circumstances or under the circumstances where both parties are participating, then we pay the landlord directly. Interesting. Well, I'm glad that you guys do that. There's a lot of press that talks about you know, these souls that, that have lost work and thus they're struggling to make their rent payments. Uh, but I, you got to feel for the landlords, too. I mean, I think I read somewhere that a majority of the landlords are not these rich one percenters. I mean, they're small business people. And so this has been a hardship for them as well. And, and so I'm glad that you guys have, have a means by which they can uh, be engaged in this process as well. So once the application's made, what kind of timetable are we talking about here? Is this, did you have money sent to you overnight or is it, a, is it several weeks? What's the timetables here? It could be 30 to 60 days. Reason being, we get so many applications. We hired about, since March or April, we have hired probably about 200 processors. Wow. Now, we've netted out about 140, 250 of them because of normal turnover. So those people sit and they go through the files or the applications carefully to make sure all the documentation is correct. Now, let's say, for example, and, and what holds up sometimes applications is if a person doesn't have something in their file or it's not correct or it's not, it doesn't meet the guidelines, for example, for a state identification or the guidelines for a lease or something like that. How people will reach out either by phone or by email to contact that person. The problem we're running into a lot of times is disconnected phone numbers. So I, I applied two or three weeks ago, decided to change phone numbers and forgot that I put the old phone number on the application, didn't put the new one on it, or an email bounce back or something. And it's real simple, but that's something that would cause your application to be delayed because we can't proceed until we have the proper documentation. All documentation complete and everything else, we usually get the payments out within 30 to 60 days. So you mentioned showing proof that you're in arrears. When you start making the payments, do you pay the past due balances as well? Or how does that part work? Yes. We've gone back as as much as 18 months. Wow. Wow. That's great. Fast credit approvals, accelerated loan processing, expedited underwriting. Call your new American funding loan officer today to get pre-qualified. For more information, call New American Funding at 678-898-3540. That's 678-898-3540. I just, I want people to have a chance to get on with their lives, you know, and, Mm -hmm. and to debt is such a, a problem, uh, such a widespread problem that that if we can do the, the, the value of this program and helping people kind of get through that and be in a position to continue on living their life, doing things is so encouraging. You know, thinking about this program is making me think about just government as whole, at all levels, federal, state, and local. And there are so many amazing programs that so many people don't know about. But I, it saddens me to think that there are people who are struggling with this problem, but just aren't aware of the program. What are you guys doing to market it? And then I guess more importantly, what are landlords? What tools do they have? What can they do to encourage 
their tenants to participate in this program? Well, first of all, from our marketing efforts, we started marketing back in March and April, or about April of, of last year. And since that time, we have spent, we are allowed to spend between 10 and 15% of this fund on administration of the fund. So what that means is if we got 989 million in, then we can spend, and there were different percentages on the breakouts, but I'll just say on the average, let's say 12% of that program, all that money can be spent on hiring people, marketing, all of the administration of that fund. To date, for example, uh, I think we have spent just about $2 million in the marketing efforts of that. So we have run TV advertising, radio ads, uh, newspaper, paid social media, uh, earned media on uh, through our PR and, and free social media posts. We've done billboards. We have an outreach team that goes to places like the Georgia State Fair that was just held in Perry, Georgia. We've done some mail outs and we've done some email blasts. So those are the ways that we're trying to get it out. And we're on programs like this. We've done a lot of statewide interviews, news interviews, et cetera. Now, the difference, and there were, there were two things that happened in that program. The, the first phase of the program gave us $552 million, And that was just for parts of the state. Because in addition to that $552 million, counties like DeKalb County, City of Atlanta, the Great Augusta area, any county or any area that had over 200,000 people in population got their own funds. And we didn't market to that area. So if you're in the Atlanta area, you might say, well, I haven't seen any advertising for this particular program. Reason being that is that we just started in the second fund with 437 million that came on the second fund. We were now, that fund is supposed to be spent statewide. So we kind of overlap Atlanta's program, the Cavs program, whatever. So you'll start now seeing advertising in your local large metropolitan areas. And I just signed off on the document for that. And our commissioner uh, just uh, approved that uh, uh, document for another about $3 million in advertising that will go between here and next June. So overall, uh, the first year of the program, we would have spent out at $989 million, about $5 million of that, in just advertising, trying wow. to get the word out. And they had budgeted that in for us. So that doesn't affect, you know, that's not to say that, ooh, that's money that could have been spent, you know, on somebody's rent. It, it, we won't run out. I doubt very seriously we would run out. So, but the main thing was getting it out there. Uh, so that's how we have marketed and advertised the program. Now, you also asked about landlords right. and how they could encourage people. You know, I guess landlords have all kinds of ways of encouraging people. Hey, if you don't do this, you're going to get kicked out. But I think the main thing is just encouraging them to apply. We don't really have any tactics, so to speak, other than just telling letting them know that the program is there and encouraging them to apply so that it makes, it kind of eases the burden on both the landlords. So you're cool with, with the landlords pushing this program. I mean, they don't have yeah. to just send the evil eviction notice. They can say, hey, our timing is such that we're going to have to take action soon. In the meantime, here's a program that I'd recommend that you get into. Let me know what I can do to help you because that's good for both of us. Right. As a matter of fact, one of our uh, division directors for this program went and talked to an apartment association. I mean, one of the largest apartment associations in the metro Atlanta area recently. And, and so they were basically targeting the landlords to let them know that, hey, you've got all of these renters. Tell them about the program if they hadn't heard about it and show them the qualifications and make sure that they apply. 
I would think they'd be your best marketers on this. Oh, yeah. Yeah, Yeah, absolutely. Especially on a massive level, they stand more to lose. Oh, yeah. Right. And this makes it, you know, easy for them, especially for their renters that qualify. So that's fantastic. Well, you know, talking about where where people can go to apply, I guess, would be our next step. So where, what's that that, um, website again for tenants and landlords to go apply if they're interested in finding out more about this and applying for the program? Okay. It's a little bit long. And we're going to even try to address that soon. We're going to come out with a shorter URL that will forward to this landing page. But as of today, it is Georgia, spelled out, rentalassistance.ga.gov. Georgia. That's not too bad. Yeah. Yeah. It's okay till you start trying to see it on a billboard or something. You <laughs> yeah. set up like Hard to get that to fit, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So... Uh, and like I said, we're going to come out with something shorter than that. But right now, and, and even still, when we come out with the new URL, so if you see something else, you know, like, and I'll tell you URL, we're trying to get is uh, paymyrent.gov. And so, but that hasn't, don't go to that yet. But if you see that, it's the same program. And that was one of the things that we had to kind of get out uh, to people in the beginning of this also, because a lot of people thought it was a scam. Right. And right. so we had to make people realize that, no, this is real. And so that's one of the reasons that we had to spend the amount of money that we did on it to make sure that people uh, saw that it was a legitimate program. The other reason and the other way we did that, rather, was to make sure that we had a .gov URL so that people knew that, okay, if I'm going in here, I'm putting in my personal information. And we don't really ask for a lot of personal information except for, you know, uploaded documents. But even then, we know that people and we wanted to make sure that they were comfortable in doing it. So yes, georgiarentalassistance.ga.gov is the site. Now, we also have a phone number that you can call for help as well. And that phone number is area code 833-827-RENT, R-E-N-T, or 827-7368. Got it. All right. Well, kudos to you and your colleagues at the Department of Community Affairs, uh, I have also seen a lot of press where there's a lot of states that haven't really maximized these funds because people forget that the government, the federal government makes these funds available, but the states have to implement this program. And, and they're the ones on the streets actually getting the money out there. And a lot of states haven't really been that effective and that efficient with distributing these funds. And so kudos to you guys for getting out there and helping all these folks, both tenants and landlords. So uh, much, much obliged to you getting out there and, and making this thing actually change and affect lives. So appreciate that. Adrian, uh, in closing, uh, should anyone need to contact your department and this program, if you could share one more time the website and the phone number where people go to get information and make application. Okay. And one other thing I forgot to mention that I want to throw in. There is a recertification process as a part of this program. And what that does is, let's say you have applied and you got funds maybe 30 to 60 days after you applied. So let's say we're going back and we're paying from August to back to January, for example. You can go back in and let's say you still haven't gotten employment. You can go back in and we will pay a couple of months ahead for you. So we may wind up saying, okay, well, we've already paid up to September. You're still having some problems. You go back in and do a recertification and you can qualify to get uh, rental assistance for October and November. So now we don't go 18 months you know, in advance, of course, but we can help you out even in a couple of months in advance. So as long as you still meet those income requirements, aid is out there for you. Yeah. 
to answer your question about the website again, it's Georgia, spelled out, lentilassistance.ga.gov. And that phone number is area code 833-827-RENT, 827-RENT. Outstanding. Adrian Bell, the Director of Marketing and Communications for the Georgia Department of Community Affairs. Adrian, grateful for you uh, carving out a few minutes to join us and sharing some information with our audience on this program. And again, grateful to the fine work at the Department of Community Affairs for serving Georgians. So appreciate uh, you being on the show and appreciate uh, your service to the community. My pleasure. My pleasure. Thanks for having me. Our pleasure. All right. Well, that wraps this week's All About Real Estate Edition. On behalf of our show sponsor, New American Funding, my co-host, Carol Morgan, I am Todd Schnick. It's all the time that we have for today. Thank you for tuning in and listening. And we'll look forward to seeing you again right here tomorrow. We'll see you then. Atlanta Real Estate Forum Radio is sponsored by New American Funding and made possible by Denim Marketing, the publisher of Atlanta Real Estate Forum, Atlanta's favorite source for real estate and home building news. Denim Marketing is a comfortable fit, like your favorite pair of jeans. Denim Marketing tailors marketing strategies to meet your specific needs and niche. Try them on for size. They will work to create a perfect fit for your company's marketing program. Call them at 770-383-3360 or send an email to info at denimmarketing.com. For more information on Atlanta Real Estate Forum Radio or to inquire about being a guest, contact info at atlantarealestateforum.com. Check out the radio show by visiting atlantarealestateforum.com or by listening to the show on your favorite podcast app. And if you enjoyed today's broadcast, we'd sure appreciate a rating and review on iTunes. Thank you again for listening, and we'll see you next time on Atlanta Real Estate Forum Radio.